Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, visit journeytn.com. Hey, welcome to another Journey Now podcast. And yep. Here we go. No, I just have a confession. And, <laughs> well, that's and out of the gate. No, I mean, listen. <laughs> are you, are you yeah. heard about what just happened? We're trying to be a confessing community, so that's good. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so first of all, yeah. Tim used a phrase that... <laughs> Kind of summarizes I've, I our lives. New, I yes. don't know if this is appropriate. You don't think so? Yeah, this is part. I said, you guys, that I I only say thirty percent of the things that I think, mm. and I said that just in confidence. In this <laughs> room. Don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. What? No, besotting me sideways. Oh, that was the part I was yes. fishing there for. So, so as we've we've explored Susie's past, murky. <laughs> yeah past yeah, she, yeah. love she, life murky. yes yeah. yeah well i mean and, and i understand that murky. when you're an international operative you you have to you totally. know i don't you feel ha- like it was murky i thought it was pretty fun well yeah <laughs> yep yep yeah. that was great and then you you're basically a marvel character yeah from your past you were in the marvel universe yeah. exactly right and and we've also explored her name which again is a marvel characteristic you have yeah. multiple names yeah zara Oh, and Zara, mm-hmm. yep, Bazzotti, Bazzotti, and all of a sudden Tim used it in a oh, in yeah. a verbal form that captured kind of the essence of of what it's like to be in the same room with Susie, <laughs> and that's just to be Bazzottied. Yeah, and 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 so I I don't know it just was great. Use but my confession now, right? No, my, but my confession. So my confession is, hmm. I used to work in a supplement store. <laughs> And no, 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 I did because no. I was thinking about no. It's actually true. I worked oh, at yep, a gas it was station. False, <laughs> no, no, no. But I was thinking about Kevin's gas station because he keeps saying, "Hey, I have other stories." And I'm like, "Dude, save those." Right. No, no, I'm not. My brother, if he's listening, yeah, I bless him. I don't know if he remembers this. Brad, but I worked in a little vitamin shop. Can you verify and this? Shop was what spelled was with called? two P's. I'm going to get there. Oh. Two P's and an E. Yeah, okay. vitamin shop. No, it was called Apple a Day Vitamin Shop. Yes, and it was on um, Lexington Avenue, like Apple computers, Ohio. or nope. This was this was before that. Because an apple thing. a day keeps the doctor away. Got it. But mm. but we sell we sold two things. We sold ice cream and we sold supplements. <laughs> okay, and I don't remember how long and I worked bacon. there. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you get them mixed I know. together? Ice cream and supplements. That well, seems weird. This it was is not like a good ice cream. I don't, I don't like. Yeah, yeah it was high quality. It was like yogurty, like bee pollen <laughs> yeah. ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they would milk almonds. <laughs> They and did that oats. in the seventies. That wasn't a thing in the seventies. Okay, first of all, yeah. Listen, I was working was in the eighties. Yeah. Okay, so I was not okay. working in the. I, I was still being, don't think they did it. I was in the a 80s. toddler in the seventies. We were eating bologna in the eighties. They were not mixing ice. All cream I'm and saying vitamins. is, all I'm saying is, I I was into the supplemental arts. Yeah. Um. Way back when. And and I think that's part of you know they because we would make promises that were never true and I think that mm. I think that's part of why I look at you Susie and I see apple a day and you're and triggered I, and I by think, your vitamin pass yeah it's like <laughs> ooh so this is the under part this wow. is why he keeps now bringing it up now we're getting to yeah. the deep stuff now, now yeah. we really know. that's it it's a confession my healthy supplement it's offensive it's no, triggering I just habit think, is, is yeah what addiction ta- what yeah. town was this apple a day place in. In Mansfield, Ohio, Also, guys. Uh, in the Midwest, I don't think they do supplements in the Midwest, right? Both. 
<laughs> I worked at the store. Wow. Well, we all kind Apple of a day. One, Whoa. One minute and three seconds. Apple a day. Okay. Uh, Bible study. Does that make everyone yeah, feel yeah, better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I just say Bible study? Gosh. But I will say, that, I mean, I don't think they had that kind of stuff in Ohio's. But we had a place called Whipples oh. <laughs> uh, in the Newport Beach. What? Whipples? You heard oh me. Oh, my gosh. I had okay. to really enunciate Whipples. Resheet. <laughs> yes. But at Whipples, Whipples, oh. we, um, it was this little place. My mom, my mom was pretty into health as well. And yeah. so, you know, yeah. we weren't allowed so to have like Skippy. So you wasted a lot of money. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? Um, so at Whipples, we had, they had like frozen yogurty kind of stuff oh, oh and infused with no just lavender. it was it was just like healthy some healthy version of yogurt when, for, okay. when frozen yogurt first came on the scene everyone was bragging about how it was so much healthier than ice cream yeah yeah, but yeah. this was even before that this was like what? when i was a little wee whipple myself <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't allowed to eat skippy no we couldn't eat skippy peanut butter we had laura scudders or wheat bread Oh, so wow. that that was how. Okay. No, no. So Wonder Whipples, bread. Whipples Wonder had, bread with you basically Jeff. worked at Wh- Whipples. My version. I just didn't yeah. know that it got this far out here. It did. It got, it got out here. Wow. I subscribe to Crunchy Whipples? Skippy on Amazon. It comes automatically every uh, Oh, let's hear about this. Jar so you're fine with that? I kind of am. Well, because it's the sugar, salt, and, and listen, life is about balance, you guys. Uh. It's about balance. <laughs> oh, hold, hold on. Let's hear about this peanut butter addiction. It's not an addiction. You can quit any time. That's exactly what an I addict would say. I don't eat the peanut butter. Oh, who the eats it? The people in my house eat the peanut butter. Oh, okay. Okay, And of as course. you know, there are a lot of people, there are large men who are trying to gain weight while they go to the gym, as opposed to their mother, who's... Trying to lose weight when she goes to the everything gym? Everything opposite about that. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> But yeah, I, I get it. Okay, it but you don't eat it. You're not saying it's for you. It's for the no, family. No, I okay. eat almond butter from. Of course Costco. you see. see <laughs> do you yeah, like there it? it is. I love yeah. it. There it is. The, we, uh-huh. I thought that was a. I thought yeah. that was an in. No, 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 nope, no, no, no chink in the armor there. No. Okay, all right, but what? <laughs> I do have a question. What? Okay, besides Kevin, your um, uh, gas station yeah, story. We, I, what? I, yeah, what I, is <laughs> a job that you held for however short a period of time? Oh, here we go. That is. Like just totally random, you know. It doesn't fit your current profile. I have so many of those. Jobs. Okay, I, okay, perfect. <laughs> you do. Have, I have. A, I have a couple. All right. That I don't talk about. Well, I have and two. Here we go. I have two. Okay. But they're I'm so tied. Happy. Okay, I'm in. Okay, the first one. When I graduated from college, I felt like I had no skills whatsoever, and I was working. This is when I was working Clinique at the Broadway. Obvious makeup Obvi. counter. The Broadway. Continue. And I wanted to yep. get a real job, quote unquote. Clinique is that Spanish. I would use my degree in. Yeah. yeah. So, what was your degree in? Uh, communication. Okay, perfect. So I ended up getting this job. I I found a, an ad, if you will, because that's where you had to look. Yeah. For like in jobs. the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, Classified. So. Nice. Yeah. And it was a marketing job. So I went and I interviewed, I got hired, I thought I was all the things. It ended up being this total scam situation where I was selling packages of paintball war games on campus at UC Irvine. I had to walk around UC Irvine and try to convince kids to buy packages of paintball war games. Me. Paintball war games? Yeah. Like like the guns or just the paint? No, it was like a like a place that you go. Yeah. Oh, you, oh you I see, I see, I see. A, okay. You have a paintball fight. 
And ah. the company that I was supposedly working oh, no. for contracted with this place. They called it marketing. To, totally. And ah. it was like walking around trying to get people to buy these packages. I did it for three days. Oh. And then it was like after the end of the day, you had to go back to the office, which was like yeah. uh, just this rented space. Oh, it was totally. terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. And this guy who was like the boss or whatever, he he gave like this big motivational speech mm. and everybody was oh. screaming and cheering and oh. chanting. No. And Shooting. I was like, I've joined a cult. Yeah. So I quit. That, oh, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's a the strong first story. Okay. Yeah, that's good. The other random job I Tied had this. is I worked for a plastic surgeon for six months. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. in what capacity? I my role was to close the deal after the consult consultations. Okay. Yeah. So I come in like hypothetically, so... <laughs> wanting some like hypothetically liposuction. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I say, hey, what's it like? How much is it? You know, maybe some cool sculpting. You know, maybe some hair removal. I mean, these are all hypothetical. Yeah. Examples. Wow. They didn't yeah, yeah. have cool wow. sculpting though. Okay. Wow. And then, and then what was like your, so I was just thinking about so it. So they would they meet bring with the doctor. In. They would meet with the doctor and then I would meet with them in the office and basically go over the cost of everything yeah. Yeah. And, and how it would yep. go, like when the pre-op was and all this stuff and yeah. all the details, answer any questions that they have and yeah. then, you know, effectively try to get them to commit to the surgery. Nice. It was so slimy. I hated it. Oh. But, which, you know, whatever. But like I'm. I'm Did it pay well? Um, it paid okay. The reason why I took the job, so I left Warner Brothers for this job oh, because wow. it was closer to my yeah, it was closer drop. to my house, yeah. Yeah. and it was it was only a four day work week, so you got Fridays off, and that was appealing to me at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I met like there were a couple of actresses that we know, mm-hmm. like Jessica Alba. She had oh, her dated her her um her work done there (laughs) i mean we're spilling the tea ladies and gentlemen i I didn't know that yeah and i think she's well anyway that's a whole nother okay and then um you know there were other people who um for their profession it would behoove them to have enhancements made yeah so yeah 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 it was pretty interesting i met a lot of really interesting people but i learned a lot about like behooving (laughs) right now He's remember, thirty percent. Remember, thirty yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, <sighs> yeah. Back to my childhood store. Just talk yeah. about things. Whipples. So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's okay. Those I are incredible. A lot. I learned a lot about like. I bet you did like learn. medical stuff. Like, yeah. You know. That's why you do oils. and yeah. things like that. So yeah, that's why you do oils. Yeah. You're yeah, a, yeah. kind of an expert in the no, medical field. No, but it really did help me. Like when my grandparents got sick and when my mom was in the hospital, like I had vocabulary that I could use. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I had like questions that I knew to ask and things like that. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't for nothing. I mean, it really did help me a lot in life. God wastes nothing. For six mm. months. I did that for six months. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. PTL. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm glad I asked this question. This is amazing. Okay, Kev. <sighs> Um, just one or how many you want? Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, Susie's past just got less murky, yeah. but I need a timeline yeah. at but some there's point. there's a little I bit of murky in there, yeah. 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 Um, um, just one. Okay, I'll give just, me one. I'll just give you one random one. All right. right. And it was random. Um, I, uh, my freshman year of college. Yes. I uh, was, I needed a work study job. I had, I had other jobs, but the work study job and the only one I could get was uh, sweeping the stairwell in the North Hall. 
Okay, how's that a work study yeah, job? Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. Okay. But what does like that it. even mean? So you get paid? I got to... paid to sit in the janitor's room with all the janitors. Oh, I'm in. And they know everything. And talk to them, <laughs> and they would say, "Okay, we need you to go sweep the stairwell." This makes so much sense in your formation, right? And now. I <laughs> said, and I would say things like, "I swept it yesterday," and no one really uses that stairwell. This is a work study, Kevin. Yeah. You need to go, yeah, go. and sweep that. This is okay. working to convince you to study. And when you get done, come on back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would go and yeah. look around for things to sweep, which was... I love that. Nothing. Mm. I would, you know, every once in a while, there would be like somebody would leave a can in the store. Oh. Or, and they were just like this concrete... What was the title? Did you have a job title? I think I did. I don't remember. Assistant to the janitor. Yeah. I was I was all of 18 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janitorial. And the guys would go, <laughs> and then come on back, and then there would be nobody in there. Oh, perfect. And then there would be a little note. Now you study. Oh. You work. Oh, I see. And then you study. I huh. see. Huh. Really what it ended up yeah. being was I would sit and talk to janitors. Yeah. It was fantastic. For money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they would I bet, pay me. I bet that really accelerated your education. It uh. did in ways that were, <laughs> I learned things that I I cannot unlearn. Which I feel like you're using here. Oh, yes. When it comes yeah. to like right. the building. Chair alignment. <laughs> on Sunday mornings. <laughs> get, off, that. get off the lawn. Yes. yes. Don't oh, park yes. your car here. These were, these were Clean some. Clean up your yeah. stuff. These, these yep. guys generally, well, well done, generally did not like students. Well, why would you? Yeah. Because they're the reason they had to be there. Well, yeah. They, they made the messes. But these uh. guys, it, and there was a couple of um, women. They were, These people were all in their... I like that you paused there for a second. Mm. 60s and 70s, oh, I think. Oh, heck yeah. Maybe not 70s. Yeah. Who's our work study they guy just, this year? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And then they would play cards with me. Oh. They tried to play poker with me. Oh, heck, I bet they I'd did. be like, okay, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I won a few bucks. The, off. I won a few bucks off the janitors in North Hall. Well, that's what they wanted you to think. Right. You yeah, lost right, more. You right. lost far more than right. you won. I did. Right. Yeah. Your innocence. Probably. Yeah. It was fun. You're, you're so that was that was probably the I, I did that for the school year. Yeah. Because it was the easiest money I ever made. Oh my lord. Yes. Thank you for sharing, Kevin. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Kevin, I know that well was done. a big deal. We'll keep that right here. Sure. We won't tell anybody. Yeah. Yes, I appreciate it. Perfect. The the North Stairwell janitorial mm. assistant mm -hmm. Kevin Dixon, okay. ladies and gentlemen. There what about you, Tim? Yeah, Tim. So you didn't work at Whipple's. I did not. Is so did, disappointing. No, Whipple's went out of business. Hi, hi. This is Whipple. Yeah. My name's Tim. Can <laughs> yeah, I help you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be incredible. Um, what were my ass cap at that place? Oh, yes. yes, you would. Yes, um, yes, you would. Yes. Uh, so I worked in high school at a place called Rogers Gardens. Oh, oh yes. I know that place. Yeah, Rogers Gardens is this real. I mean, it's like if it's you a cool want place. if you want a flower, it's going to be forty dollars above what you'd get that flower at Lowe's or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Really like it's uppity, bougie. uppity, it's bougie. super bougie. A yeah. high quality flower, though. High quality <laughs> flower. Fancy. Fancy. Yeah. It's but where I went you there, would milk the and Fletch was my favorite movie. Oh, oh boy. It just, come on. It, it shaped me so much because Fletch just would lie about everything, everything, and somehow it was funny. Like, it just, he would get, find his way. Yeah. And I knew enough biology to make up names of things and oh. phylums of things. So oh. people would ask me, what's this plant? I was a bag boy, mind you. But I'd walk around and I'd like take the carts and all that stuff. But they'd say, hey, is this an acid loving plant? I'm like, oh, yes, that's a sphincter phyta. You know, I just make words up. <laughs> yeah. And oh, it loves a lot of acid, give it a lot of water, and yeah. I would just make crap up. Oh, Lord. You guys, I killed more plants in Newport Beach. Because so he was the reason. 
California was in a drought for 20 years. <laughs> Dumb A. There's a, there's a bunch of women bagger. for this bagger. I mean, they thought yeah. I'd lose that. Because like, somebody would be there yeah. cutting, and I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, this rose. And I'd make a name out. Oh. <laughs> and how oh. sad that nobody else knew but no, me. That's like, sad. Yeah. That's I was doing it as like, oh, this is so funny. This is so Fletch. But yeah. nobody was around me going, that was good, dude. That was way funny. <laughs> you just thought it was funny. I for just yourself. thought it was so funny, which is most of my life. Hence the 30% that I actually say in my life. Yeah. Okay. You will find Tim just randomly chuckling to himself, and, we, <laughs> and that's that's usually what's happening in those. It's the yeah, seventy percent. Yeah, yeah, it's the seventy percent. He's just enjoying. I know. It's that's why Sam Barnhart and I are dangerous because we'll just look at each other and we both just thought the same dumb thing. You know, like <laughs> yeah, you're the same person. Oh, it's, it's yeah. embarrassing. Oh. It's embarrassing. Okay, what do you got? Oh, that was my apple <laughs> yeah. of the day, bro. Yeah. That's pretty strong. But the worst job I ever had was I would, uh, in the Midwest, so it's 90 degrees, 90% humidity, I would tar the foundations of basements. Oh. So I would, oh, oh, this was. What do you do that for? Huh? To to waterproof them. Oh. So foundations, of course, are dug into the soil. Yeah. And you would waterproof them with this hot tar. You had, it it would, had to be hot so that it would stay. So you could spread it. So you could spread it. I'd have this old, like short broom. And, and, and there was maybe two or three feet between the brick of the foundation and the dirt of the hole that we dug around the foundation. And then I'm in there hardly able to, and I would just be covered in tar. I would be covered in tar. Uh You'd have to go back to the shop and douse yourself in gasoline to get the tar off. So it was super healthy, no cancer here. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Child, wow. no Wasn't child labor laws were broken. You lit up the cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, that was that was the utter worst. Utter worst. I mean, Hot Tar is a pretty cool band name, dude. Hot Tar I mean, was a great band. Dibs name. on that band. And let name. me just and let me just say this: I, it, there are alternatives to waxing mm. that are out there. Yeah, tarring would be and one. tarring would be one of them. Yeah, wow. yeah. Mm. Followed by a nice sort of gasoline, yeah. like moisturizer. Yeah. It like, would be great. It's like oils. Yeah, yeah it is oils. like oil. It literally is like oils. Essential. So, speaking of essential oils, <laughs> thank you. We are. There we go. We are essentially going yeah. through the book of Genesis. Mm-hmm. Now, and not the book, really, the chapter, and not even the chapter, the first sentence, <laughs> and not even the first sentence. It was really a couple of words. And just and so, clarify, just so this is a monumental undertaking because, as we beginning. all know, uh, Genesis is the backdrop. For so many uh, debates between science and faith and young earth and old earth and mm-hmm. theistic evolution and intelligent design and were they were there days or not days and I mean the whole thing is just crazy and, and so we started sort of tentatively stepping into uh, that discussion but Kevin every Sunday hosts <laughs> a a, a roundtable um, or a, just a, a discussion group yeah. a room yeah just a room. Yeah, a room of, of couches peeps, yeah. of peoples and uh, to chew on whatever it is that we've been talking about. And people uh, love that class yep, too. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say that yep. people love that class. Like we've tried to ask people to serve in youth ministry that happens at eleven a.m. <laughs> and they won't because. And the reason they give is, well, yeah. then I would have to miss Kevin's conversation class. Yeah, we've but, almost canceled this class a few times just yeah. because of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the idolatry of it. Well, and do I get any credit <laughs> for that? I mean, it was your idea. Yeah. Well, no, no, I don't mean that. I just mean like, like we're stirring it up stuff to talk about. I mean, we, we could, are. we oh. could just be like, yeah. I just yeah. think you didn't say it clear enough. Go home. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Try to leave it murky. Yeah. 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 So, Ke- so Kevin's like the uh, the guy following the elephant at the yeah. parade. Um, 
Wow. Ooh. Just shoveling. Yeah. Just shoveling. Yeah. Anyway, so shovel. so Kev. Yeah. Kev has Kev has a headache this morning I'm because sorry. So, his dentist explored a broken tooth. A cracked one, yeah. Yeah, a cracked tooth that came. It. Well, and, and it's so brutal because what happened <laughs> was that oh, there was no. somebody who was about ready to park on the grass uh, at the church. Yeah. And Kevin, I've not seen him move that fast. Yeah. So he's he's tearing out the door and he stumbles over uh, a, um, a, a newly freshly planted stone garden right outside of his uh, door and falls and hits his tooth and it was very sad and this so story anyway, is as true as your uh vitamin apple shop. vitamin shop whatever yeah ripple i feel like there's a lot of yeah. falsehood happening yeah. on this actually yeah. so what so, so um, what happened to the tooth it's cracked how did it get cracked that was the where i was where i i, was I believe it's um um old and i also it, it had a very big filling yeah. in it a big what filling yeah and uh there just isn't enough tooth there anymore to hold mm. it all together mm. and or then you ate all the halloween candy almonds right. <laughs> almonds and yeah, kind bars and yeah. kevin's a snacker ladies and gentlemen yeah. he, he would know that by guilty. his body type but he, is a <laughs> he does speaking of snacker yeah so you were there feasting uh, on I, of conversation yeah. on Sunday morning. What was interesting about Sunday is um, it, as much as it was a conversation around what you talked about on Sunday around resheet. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got to go listen to that. It actually was interesting to hear how people are wrestling with their, the way they were raised in the church and how, um, young earth or six literal days and and the science that's attached to Genesis has been ingrained in them, in essence, from the time they were little. And then now this is stirring up um, emotion. And if you don't buy that view. Then you don't believe. Then the whole thing is kind of thrown out. And so with this is bringing some... Uh, stirring some trauma is the wrong word, but well, it's the same thing that happened when we did revelation, right? Yeah, it, it's yeah. a similar thing. And maybe some of the same people are struggling with the same thing, but no, this feels like a different people. group of people. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, the story that most of us were given is that it's seven literal days and this is what happened. And I, I remember being in, I think uh, high school, I was in high school and feeling like I had to fight my biology teacher because yeah. she was trying to teach well, us God's evolution. God's not dead. Right. God's yeah. not dead. Yeah. Mm. And it was like, right. you know, you couldn't, yeah. you had to choose one or the other because you had to take, I mean, the story that we were given is this is how the earth came into being. Right. And this is what the first humans were. Right. And, you know, there wasn't another, I never heard another option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was in high school and attended the monkey trials, mm -hmm. um, Nope, Come scopes on. monkey trials yeah, 1920s yeah. i got uh, it yeah, i thanks. totally got it sound like a bit yeah yeah but yeah, you guys just I, and you tripped over my, a stone yeah, garden i mean my head's yeah. just like yeah. on your way to ripples anyway whipples whipples yeah. not ripples whipples yeah. okay sorry go ahead in 
an apple of the day. Scopes yeah. monkey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. I like that. Um, but anyway, so the, the idea turned into more of a conversation about how to um, move on from previously held ingrained things that you kind of know aren't quite right, but yet feels like I should hold on to those because my parents taught them to me and it helps me have a relationship with my parents. And, or... and they've taught you that it's a litmus test right. for your faith. faith. Yes, that That's the damning part in right. all of mm -hmm. this. Because they are praying for your soul now. Be yeah, yeah. To consider an alternative view of Genesis is it, to become liberal. It's to open yes. the door to well, then yeah. how how do, could you ever believe in the virgin birth or whatever it is, and so there's a pastoral element that we want to talk about, and then there's the theological element, which after centered set and talking about beliefs, opinions, and convictions, I mean the audacity to smuggle a view into Genesis one and say if you don't hold this view, you don't believe the Bible. Mm -hmm. I mean that is. That is, Jesus would so roundly condemn uh, that. Now, having an opinion or a belief about how Genesis should be understood, totally fine. great. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yep. Let's talk about that all day. Very interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. But to elevate it to a litmus test of faith, uh, the Bible never, ever, the Bible never, and the hello train, the Bible never does that. Yeah. Never does that. Oh, the only thing it does it with is resurrection. That's it. Did you guys learn about the Scopes monkey trial in like normal school or was that like in, did you learn about it in college? Because I never, I don't remember hearing anything about it until I read Rachel Held Evans's book about it. What? Well, see, that was the entrance of. I'm trying to think of when I learned well, about it. Well, because she grew up in the town where it was. Right. And she wrote her first book is a memoir called Evolving in Monkey Town. Mm. Ah, and and it it is actually it's it, it's interesting. I mean, she's an interesting person to read from beginning to sadly the end of her life and mm. how she actually grew in her faith. But but yeah, I mean that was that was a big deal for her yeah. in in terms of her beginning her deconstructing. Yeah, was hmm. growing up in the middle of all that. Oh wow, yeah. So so yeah, there there I was introduced to it in seminary. Yeah, see, I mean, yeah. that's an, that's such an interesting thing because when you you brought it up over the weekend, because somebody asked the question like, when did this start? Yeah, mm -hmm. and it was like, yeah. it was you said it was during that, right? When people it, it was their before that, in. but that's but that's when States. it became mm -hmm. like it dominated the for the next hundred years how the debate would be framed around Genesis. Hmm. Yeah, but the liberal fundamental debates were happening as soon as the theory of evolution hit. Okay. So, yeah. but the but the Scopes Monkey Trial was that was the defining moment yeah. when mm -hmm. the debate around Genesis eclipsed Genesis, you know. Right. And so, uh, yeah. and and that's when the lines were drawn, and it became a yeah. litmus test, you know. Right. So, so on the one hand, we we would I would say um, I, that that for for those of us who make litmus tests out of things the Bible doesn't make litmus tests out of, mm -hmm. you know, damn you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just mm -hmm. that like you've harmed people. Mm -hmm. And I've done this too. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so it's not just you out there, it's me, me too. Right. If I've ever given the impression that here's here's the list of things I think that you have to believe. Um but there's a pastoral issue that that you don't just solve by saying, hey, here's a different view right. or you know, those bad people who make this litmus test, you know, whatever, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and so I think that's what we want to yeah. wrestle with a little especially bit. Because that's when, what you were experiencing. Yeah, especially Sunday. when those bad people are your relatives. People who love you, totally. Yeah, people who love you. Yeah. 
and and are trying to whether whether or not it feels like good intentions or not there's on the other side of that i've had a lot of conversations with parents who are trying to figure out their kids right and it's not because they hate their children that they're trying to figure out their kids oh it's precisely the opposite it is it just yeah but the child feels it as um condemnation they feel Mm. it and this is the part where in in trying to coach a parent on how to deal with a disagreement with a child is they if if all you're going to do is condemn them you're you've lost this conversation from the beginning you can't start there um and and that that is partly Sometimes, you know, part of the conversation was about the King James Version on Sunday. And my mom, my mom lets yeah. me know regularly, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you still don't. And so it's a con, it's a condemning conversation that she has with me. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but she actually thinks it's a, a loving thing to say to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've had this, you know, Tim, you bring this up regularly, like, this isn't, I mean, if we believe hell is at stake and if we believe the only way to not go to hell is to believe things about the Bible, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. then of course, I mean, how could we not like fight tooth and nail for these mm-hmm. things, particularly when Genesis is such a foundation for how you understand the Bible as a whole? Um, so I understand the energy around it, and I've participated in yeah, that for sure. energy for sure. Yeah. Um, as have I, but I, but I think there's, I think we want to, um, again, go back to some of the conversations we were having around center set in terms of what are the essentials of our faith? What, what is it exactly that, um, it means to follow Jesus and is a certain view of Genesis one or even a certain view of the Bible, a part of that, uh, obviously you have to have a certain view of the Bible enough so that you believe Jesus is who he said he is and whatever else. But um, I that, just, I, that, this is just stop you there. But yeah. that, that is part of the, part of the dilemma. What you just said that right there. Say it. Is you got to believe the Bible enough to believe that Jesus is X and so who he said he was. Yeah. The problem is, is if they've connected the whole thing right in such a way that if you don't believe that Genesis is, six literal days, seven literal days, whatever, how many literal days? Yeah. I don't I don't know how you have days before there were days, but okay, six literal days. Um, with then you can't believe in Jesus. Yeah. You can't believe in the Jesus that I believe in if you don't believe what I believe about totally. Genesis, which is is part of the dilemma yeah. there it is. of of the whole situation. Well, and, and we want to be really clear. I don't know how this is coming across, but the oh, issue oh. is not. No, 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 not you. I mean, I'm oh, just saying in general, yeah. the issue is not believing that about Genesis. Right. That's totally fine. If you, yeah. if you hold yeah. a different view of Genesis or you hold theistic evolution or you hold intelligent design or your old earth or whatever, hallelujah. The issue that gets the fire going is when that becomes a litmus test to your followership of Jesus and your belonging to the church community. Right. That's the issue. So then what did you mean when you said, if we don't get Genesis right, we won't understand the problem that Jesus came to solve? Oh, that's beautiful. Because you use the word right. Yes. And in that type of a setting, you know, I had some... Head turning? 
my head was turning. I know. I saw yeah, it yeah, yeah. just now. I just yes. saw it. I just eyebrow saw it. lifting. Yes. Hmm. Speaking of eyebrow lifting. <laughs> yes. I want to close that deal. We offer plucking <laughs> services right no, now. No, no, Botox. And Bo- it, was, okay. it was when Botox first came Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, yes. So, so that's so good, Susie. So, the layers of this are important. So, by saying what I've been saying, which is, hey, to make this a litmus test is a, is a really wrong-headed way of thinking. That's not to say it isn't important what you think about Genesis. And one of the things that I've learned over the course of my 26 years on this planet has been <laughs> that, that how Jesus is understood is directly connected to what you think the Old Testament is up to. Like, what what is the purpose of Israel? Yeah, yeah. Why did God do all of that? And that starts, right? I mean, with the fundamental chapters in, in Genesis. I mean, that's Israel's origin story. So I do think that what you think about Genesis absolutely matters. But I would never say, hey, the litmus test of your faith is whether or not you have a right view of Genesis or even a right view of the atonement or something. Right, that, that's we're just against the litmus testing that is so prevalent in culture because we see the harm it does mm-hmm. with in real people. Like yeah. here, are people yeah. who who have been taught that a, a passage of the Bible is so important to have the correct view on that your that your whole salvation is at stake, and you're like, that is awful. That is awful, and we are totally opposed to that. Having said that, it still does matter what you think Genesis is about and how you read it. Right. Mm-hmm. Shapes, shapes shapes your, yeah. how you'll see Jesus down the road and, yeah. and 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 how you'll see what the Old Testament is trying to do and ultimately what Jesus what problem Jesus comes to solve. So both things are true. It matters what you think about mm-hmm. Genesis. Right. But it doesn't matter to the point that where there's this much heat and rhetoric around it mm-hmm. so that people who Ex- are exclusion. sincere yeah well that's the boundedness yeah. right that that if you don't buy this you are bounded i mean that is genesis one of the most the interpretation of genesis one of the most bounded places mm-hmm. in american christianity because of and 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 the, all of the positions assume that genesis 1 is trying to tell us about how the universe came into being Mm-hmm. And what we're going to be suggesting is that that's not the primary concern of the writer of Genesis. You said the how and the when is what we're all so concerned about. We all about. want to know when did it happen and how did it happen. Yep, yep. And the author of Genesis was isn't interested in really either of those questions. Fascinating. But interested instead about what was created why? and why. And the meaning of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's not physics mm-hmm. that the author of Genesis is getting into, but it's metaphysics. The questions of meaning, purpose, significance, and so on. So that's what, when, so like what I hear you saying is it's important for understanding growth, formation, following Jesus, not for being right or wrong. Those are two mm, totally. totally separate categories. That's right. That we in our inherited faith have lumped into one. Like those right. things are not, in our inherited faith, those things are not exclusive of that's each right. other. But you're saying they are. I'm saying, yes. I don't know that I'd use those categories. But I would say that, and we've said this around Revelation. Because my upbringing would say, well, if I'm not right, then I'm not going to understand. Right. And I'm not going to be formed the right way. Right. Totally but understand. you're coming against that. I'm saying that um, our formation, like doctrine, 
right doctrine doesn't save us. Mm-hmm. So holding a right view doesn't save us. Correct. But holding wrong views do harm us. So, so the goal isn't a right view to be right. The goal is a, a, a faithful to hold a faithful view to the text so that we're formed into certain kinds of people. That's good. You know yeah. what I mean? So I would just mm-hmm. adjust it that way. But you're yeah. exactly you're exactly right. Doctrine doctrine only matters insofar as it shapes us into certain kinds of people, because that's what that our our peopleness, our humanness, how we are in the world is actually the doctrine we believe. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what we say or sing. Correct. How we treat people is what our doctrine is. Mm-hmm. How we see money or how we see sex or whatever that's that's our doctrine. Mm-hmm. And what we've bifurcated, of course, is the intellectual part of the faith and like the lived out human part of the faith to the point where we just think having the, you know, the correct views of things mm-hmm. is enough to form us as humans. And that's not. But wrong views certainly can harm us. And, and this is what we're objecting to. We're not objecting to a wrong view of Genesis. We're objecting to a wrong view of the Bible that would elevate a part of Genesis over and above so many other things as so as to make it a litmus test for whether or not you genuinely believe the bible or a faithful christian well stated Mm -hmm. oh that was that was good so go ahead go ahead no i I just learned if i keep talking i was gonna summarize well not really summarize i was gonna move on do it move on to close Mm -hmm. somebody texted in a question who is the author of genesis yes let's close with that oh yeah god Oh, oh. <laughs> swish, swish. Sunday school answer. Yeah. Well, I didn't say Jesus. I said God. I mean, if we're going to be technical, maybe the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. technical. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I think who the author of Genesis is, is one of those questions that modern Americans ask, and they mean something very specific by it. Who sat down and wrote mm-hmm. all of the Hebrew words in the final form? <laughs> And delivered that to the like the Bible determining committee. You know what I mean? And that's not what authorship is in the ancient world at all. So um, obviously Moses, these are called the books of Moses for a reason, but Moses did not write them by himself and they were not ever put into their final form until later scribes and teachers and communities got a hold of them. Mm-hmm. So who is the author? I'm not sure. I mean, Kevin's answer isn't far off. Mm-hmm. So however he used... <laughs> You know, and for some people, Kevin, you're rarely not far off. Well, I'm, well I'm, I might not be let's, right. Let's, I might not be right, but you're not far off. But not far off. Yeah, here, Kevin. Kevin is seventy percent. Here's what complicates this. Talk to me. And and I don't know. Do it, Plumline. Okay, we got it. What complicates this is Moses was raised in Egypt. What? In a palace. What? With a lot of Egyptian. No. Women. Don't say it. Okay. Yeah. And Whipples. Whipples. And and um for lack of a better term terms, oral traditions of the Egyptian people. So and he also was Hebrew. And so it, I've heard a lot true. of conversation around what influenced his writings. Mm. And this is what you're talking about. So there was probably a lot of influences on Moses as he wrote out. Oh, in the beginning. That's what I, and it might have been a committee. It might have been oral tradition handed down. It might be a number of things handed down. Yeah. And, but he didn't just grow up in a vacuum. Right. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Just like none of us grow up in a vacuum. 
Yeah. And and this So was, Moses was using thought forms right. and styles that were totally common in the ancient Near East. Yeah. Which is normal. Yeah, and that really upsets people. I know. Mm. That's why I was like, mm. should I say this out loud or not say this out loud? But what, I think what upsets people that when they when people find out that there are there's a lot of commonality between yeah. some of what Genesis one does and the creation poems of Mesopotamia, oh yeah, um, it humanizes the Bible, and that's a problem. And that's scary for <laughs> yeah. people. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's a well, great way it of saying it. Humanizes it to the point outside of our faith. Uh, what's that mean? Well, I mean, you have all these other creation accounts from other faiths that are yeah. similar. Yeah. So, and, and the best, and the best, most wonderful question to ask is how are they similar? Because you would expect that, mm-hmm. right? If we were, if I were yeah. writing a, a, a book today, I would write it according to like American literary conventions, mm-hmm. um, and that wouldn't shock anybody because um, those are the only conventions I know. But it's where it's dissimilar that makes mm. the Bible so mm. incredible. Mm. Yes. So examples um, uh, in Genesis one, and, and we may go more into this. I don't know what we're going to do this Sunday, to be honest. But I'm toying. Okay. This it's is Tuesday. one direction. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there, there's no theogony, which is a birth story. Excuse um, you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you sneezed. Sorry. Would you like a theogony with that? <laughs> Hi, this can is you get that at Whipple? I was going to say, can we get that at Whipple? Um, yeah. Theogony is what? It's a birth story of the gods, an origin story of the gods. Right. And so in all of these, mm-hmm. there is an origin story of the god. Here, it's in the Bible, or in the beginning, Elohim. And then there's a breathing mark where you just pause. In the beginning, God. And you just take a breath, and then you say, created. Mm. And um, and then there, there's also Theomachy, which is a, a battle story of the gods. So the the universe is always formed out of conflict, but in here there is no conflict. Yahweh's will is the only will that exists. Um, and even when we get to like formless and void, that's not chaos. That's actually just non-creation. Uh, that's a very ancient way of talking about. But so many people teach it as chaos. I know. We'll get there. I've taught it as chaos. Yeah. Well, and, and chaos, but see, we read chaos as a bad thing, and we read it as a like a power or principality. Yeah, but it really chaos means just means disordered. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that that's that. See, the cosmos, mm-hmm. cosmos in Greek, literally means ordered universe. Mm-hmm. Chaos is the opposite of that. Right. It's disorder. So the battle isn't between the forces of chaos and the forces of order. There's no battle. It's taking what's disordered and ordering it. And that's what bara means, bringing and it into existence. And naming That it. makes sense, yeah. So, I mean, that that is so different from... Yeah. But like, if you read the uh, other creation accounts, the like the watery deep, there's always waters. That's always a symbol of like the uncreated state. And in some of the other accounts, the, the waters are antagonistic. Here, they don't seem to be. Mm-hmm. So, so where you, you know, it, it's not, we shouldn't be shocked that out of the shared cultural environment, the writer, ancient writers used ancient ways of thinking and communicating. Mm-hmm. What is shocking is where those diverge mm-hmm. to show the supremacy of Yahweh. That'll and then you're that'll like, that'll be fun to hear. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's when good. it's so great. Did mm-hmm. you guys see that meme that was going around last week about um, Whipple's one? No. Yeah. It said, in 20 years from now, people are not going to know the difference oh. between a booty call yeah. and a butt dial. Yeah. <laughs> 
And that's why the Bible's hard to understand. Yeah, I saw that. That was great. <laughs> that was awesome. genius. Yeah. I didn't understand either of those references, that's to be good. honest. Mm. So, okay. Mm. And with that, <laughs> So you Gosh. need to do a little exegesis and with hermeneutics that, on that puppy. Yes. yes. Please join us for week two of Genesis. Well, and we'll, we hope we have. we'll be around again next week. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you would share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram story and tag us at journey underscore TN. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app.